What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an awesome episode today for all of our business owners. Taxes can be such a headache and such a feeling of really fear around growing your business and maximizing income and all of that stuff, because lo and behold, we enter a whole new world when it comes to taxes. So I have brought on today our guest, his name is Joe Mastriano, and he is a tax guru. He is a CPA and they call him the IRS killer because he helps business owners just really feel empowered when it comes to taxes, understand their options, understand how to approach, understand how to be prepared. And it is not something you need to be afraid of. You don't need to be afraid of getting audited. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS coming after you and whatever. And so he is going to help us today to really dig into the businessy side of our businesses. So let's turn it over to the show. All right, Joe, welcome to the show. I am so excited to dig into all of this today. First of all, welcome. Oh, yes, I'm excited as well. So I'm (laughs) glad to be here. Gonna be so great. So before we dig into all of the meat, tell us a little bit about your background. You've been in this industry for a lot of years. So you have so much wisdom to share. What can you tell us more about you? Oh, absolutely. Um, I started my CPA firm in 1980. Uh, Luckily for me, when I went through college, after giving up in chemical engineering, my friend said, hey, you'll always have a job if you take accounting. And so I did. And um, being from New York City and trying to work in other areas, uh, they weren't ready for New York City people and our, you know, outgoingness and, (laughs) and loudness. And so I found myself um, being let go from a job. And I finally said, uh, I'm 25 years old. Let me just start right away. And I, I started from scratch. I didn't have awesome. anybody to help me, no family ties or anything like that. I learned from experience, got kicked around a bit, but I've kept my CPA firm from 1980 forward and have done thousands of IRS cases and counseled many businesses small businesses. I've got several real estate clients. So ask away. I'm I'm ready to go. Awesome. I'm so excited. So one of the things that I've seen over the years of mentoring small business owners is there's a very real fear in business owners making more income because of the taxes they have to pay and of the the expenses they have to track and just the businessy side of running a business. So 
more than anything, I want our listeners to really feel educated and empowered with just the most important things that they can kind of get their ducks in a row. They can be prepared for taxes. They can feel excited about the growth and what that means. So what can you give us that will help them kind of just get everything rolling in the right direction? Well, first of all, actually, I want to give in on that fear because I was the same way. (laughs) I had a friend that used to give us uh, contribution receipts in case we got audited, we can you know, put it on our tax return and we can win the audit. I, I had that fear as well and wanted to save every piece of paper. That's not going to go away for right. anybody. But what I do want to advise is is being smart because that same fear will also tie into you documenting everything. And uh, companies go out of business because they don't manage their cash flow. Yeah. And so my advice is somebody on your team, not an outside accountant, but somebody on your team needs to know how to balance a bank record to do a bank reconciliation, needs to have some idea of when the money's going to come in. If you bill people with receivables, people don't pay all the time. And if you I've had so many clients that took it from their tax money. So to be more organized in the discussion, I want to say, number one, make sure you're on top of how the money is coming in, how the money is going out. And luckily for most people, when we start a a business, we keep the expenses down as much, much as possible. Yeah. And if you're going to depend on money coming in, you should have a few months or more backup in case people don't pay you. Yeah, so do you recommend, just to simplify the tracking side of things, do you recommend that when someone starts a business, they separate everything? They have a business checking account, they have a business card, they have a business thing that they're only doing business transactions in and out of? Or what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, in some instances, it matters and some doesn't. To be honest with you, I have my, I commingle my accounts, but I isolate everything. So at some point, you're going to have to tag all your expenses and deposits. So oh, you really should have separate accounts. But some people, it, it, it creates a lot of accounting for them. And they they don't want to want to do it, and they may not have much of a business yet. Right, right. I have people come in. They say, "Look, I only had five deposits. They were big ones, but five deposits for the year, and I've got my receipts all sorted out, and I just total them up, and they're self-employed. So we put the deposits down, and we put the totals of the receipts down, and and we're done with the business. So what you've got to do is tailor the activity to the type of business that that you have yeah Um, and 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 one thing i want to say you had mentioned taxes too and yeah we all have a fear and don't want to pay more taxes than we have to and what happens is people go for free information they go online they uh h and r block might have something on on (laughs) there and people get misled all the time so i i want to set people straight on this 
you have to separate the tax return filing itself from the payment of the taxes. Mm. People mix that and get confused. If you file an extension, and I recommend people file an extension, don't file in April, that gives you time to file the return. But your taxes have to be paid. So if you don't have enough withholding, let's talk about your personal return for 2022, which is due next month in April if you don't file an extension. So for that year, if you had enough withholding to cover your taxes, you're fine. But if you know you had income that there wasn't withholding against, you had to make quarterly estimates. The fourth quarter's estimate was due January 15th. So if you owe money from last year, you're already late. And you don't want to prolong that up to the time that you file your return. That needs to be paid right away. Right. So we should be calculating our tax liabilities now to see if we have any penalty exemptions or if we need to pay instantly. But the return should be filed right before October 15th. And I'd like to say why. It's my four-part checklist that to this day, not one person I know when we used it was audited. Number one, file that extension. Don't file in mid-April when it's due. So you recommend that for everyone. File the extension. Everybody. Well, what's the reasoning behind that? So just yeah, people understand. Well, they select the biggest pool of people to be audited from the people who file by April 15th, let's say. Mm-hmm. The other reason is the next thing is the IRS has information on people, third-party information, W-2s, 1099s, broker statements, and that takes several months to settle because when the uh, third-party payer sends it to the IRS, the Social Security Administration gets the W-2s, they have to send it to the IRS. If there's changes, and especially this year, 2022, they made the due dates for the W-2s to be in in the employee's hand at the same time, I think it was the end of January, at the same time that it's due with the Social Security Administration. So Mm -hmm. if you have a change and you go to your employer, they have to redo the W-2s and the W-3, and then they send it to the Social Security Administration. Well, right now, government offices are at their lowest level of, of, you know, compliance, and and it could sit there for months, and you'll get audited because your W-2 doesn't match the one that was sent in. So number one, file the extension. Number two, Sign up, always sign up for every ID number you have, your social security number, and if you have a business ID number, with EFTPS.gov. Those are the first letters of Electronic Federal Tax Filing System. Once you're on the EFTPS.gov, you could make payments online. So they get logged into your transcript right away. A lot of people mail them in, they get lost, they get extra interest penalties, bank levies, all kinds of stuff. So that's where you make your payments. And you could check your transcripts. People pay me to pull transcripts, but once you're signed up, you can go online and you could say, 
give me my wage and income transcript. That's the transcript that has all the third party payer information. Mm -hmm. And you've got to match that on your return because a lot of people get audit letters because the IRS sees that things were reported to them, but you didn't report those things on your return. Gotcha, gotcha. Science. It's just a matter of being responsible enough to look for those things. So again, you file your extension. You don't really file the return till October. You, you, unless you feel secure that there's no more adjustments. Brokers tend to adjust all the time. Um, you know, stockbrokers, and then things on the return have to be explained. Uh, we do paper returns, not e-file. That, that's a whole other other story because they try to get you the e-file, but you can't explain things. They make it hard. You've got to do separate PDFs, and and it's designed that way to discourage people. Actually, mm. um, but a lot of people have a lot of auto mileage, and and there's a lot of outside, especially real estate people. If if you're a, a an agent and you're showing property, you're going to rack up miles like crazy, yeah. and if you don't. Put, you know, your mileage might be half or more of the total income that you receive, you know, your auto expense deduction. And, and so you want to footnote that return. Taxpayer understands mileage might be high. Taxpayer has a mileage log. That's the other thing I'll, I'll get into. Um, so you need explanations on the return. And then you file a few days before the end of that extension in October. And by then, 90-something percent of people have already been selected for audit. You'll sail through, won't fail the matching program because you'll match up the third-party payer information. You'll put explanations on the return, and, and you're ready to go. And like I said, to this day, anytime we did it, not one person I know was ever audited, even when we were aggressive. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So I love it. I love all these tips. I think one of them that most people probably aren't super aware of is the extension because I know before I was running businesses, that was like totally not the thing. People wanted to file as soon as possible so they could get that return, like they could get that check back in there. And really when I opened my own business, that was something that I had to like wrap my brain around. Like, okay, I'm paying taxes. I was already paying them before. They were just taking them out and I was never seeing it. Like yes. you've got to get yes. used to this stuff because yes. I think a lot of business owners are like, oh man, that's so much that I'm paying. You are paying it before. You just weren't realizing it. You weren't seeing okay. it and then having to pay it. IRS publication 15 and circular E. The IRS has publications for free that'll teach you how to pull taxes out of paychecks when to make the deposits and and things like that. All right, friends, in case you haven't heard, our family's farm-to-table verified natural beef can be on your doorstep by Tuesday. Folsom Farm Beef is officially shipping out our pasture-raised beef nationwide every single Monday. We're talking high-end quality restaurant-style beef sent right to your doorstep. If you value locally sourced farm-to-table foods, then this is especially for you. Our beef is not only raised from start to finish on our own family farm, but our cows also get tippy-top cow treatment with the expertise and knowledge that JD brings to the table as a cattle veterinarian. 
Getting our family's beef on your family's table is a product of JD and I's two worlds colliding in the most beautiful way. And we are so excited about the opportunity to serve your family for years to come. If you aren't following along on Instagram, you can follow the farm at Folsom Farm Beef. And you can learn more about the farm and see what goes into raising cows and hear what our customers are saying about their experience. Just people falling in love with homegrown beef all over the nation. And I am so happy to get this out to more families. But what really lights us up about this is getting to build another family business that our kids and siblings can be a part of growing for generations to come. When you become a part of the Folsom Farm family, you aren't just supporting a local farmer. You're a part of a big family dream of ours that's coming to life. And we can't thank you enough for being a part of it. So if you're a beef lover, you haven't truly experienced the best of steak, roast, brisket, or ground beef until you've tasted it straight from our farm. Get your order in by Sunday and have your box on your doorstep by Tuesday. We have a variety of options to fit your family's needs with boxes ranging from 10 pound samplers to 50 pound freezer stock ups. And if you want to save the most and never have to worry about getting on the wait list, make sure you're part of our VIP crew for monthly savings and first priority shipping. Head to FolsomFarmBeef.com and get on our email list to receive a $20 off promo code for your first box. We cannot wait to get our beef on your doorstep. All right, back to the show. Awesome. Do you recommend like, because you mentioned the quarterly tax payments, so you can stay ahead. You don't have a big chunk at the end of the year. At what point do you recommend someone does that right away? Or like when they hit a certain income number, like what are you, what's your recommendation yeah, for that? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Um, I mean, if you're, you really should take a look, let's say on a monthly basis, you know, are you making money? What's your, in, on a very simple level, what's your income, what's your ex- expenses? And if there's only a few hundred dollars left over, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll probably be safe because there's a minimum amount, you know, your standard deduction, your personal exemption that you can make before you hit federal taxes. Right. However, if you're self-employed, though, you're going to have to pay the Social Security. Mm-hmm. So I've done many returns where people's Social Security tax was like twelve hundred bucks, but the uh, federal tax was zero because they were under that minimum. So I suggest people get used to it right away. And, you know, if you have to send in 50 bucks or 100 bucks for the quarterly estimate, go ahead and do it. If it's zero, then just mark your records that it was zero. And, you know, but a lot of people don't know when to make it. And honestly, my first couple of years of practice, I made these assumptions. For example, the first quarter is based on January, February, and March. That's pretty simple. And that's due April 15th. The second quarter, I used to think, was you had to finish the quarter through June. But no, the second quarter is January through May. Mm. And the payment is due June 15th. So it gets gets kind (laughs) of tricky. So I I won't bore you with with the rest of the calculation, but... (laughs) You, you have to know what what you're doing. You can't just make assumptions. With, right. With, and so I do consultations, you know, awesome. they pay me for an hour. And I even teach people how to do their own bookkeeping in that hour. 
These are these only are complicated when mentally you you put up a block against it. Yeah. yeah. Like you mentioned earlier about fear. Um, I mean, I had a fear of paying. I mean, I had already been doing taxes for H&R Block. I did some taxes when I went to school. But when I started my own practice, I was like, I don't want to pay taxes. I, <laughs> I had the same fear. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's very normal. I think. I think when you really understand how it all works and you understand and you have a strong tax strategy, you feel a lot more confident with it. And I think that's something that our listeners need to hear is, don't feel like this is something that you have to come in and understand and know and learn and even do. Like if this is, if you're not a numbers person and you're like, this is overwhelming the crap out of me, this is stressful, find a tax person, find a CPA, hire someone. It will be the best investment that you make into your business because they can take the stress away and they can be smart about it and you can know you're in good hands. Just make sure it's a, it's a good person. I want to add to that because there, there's sure. another another take to that as well. Um, I like educating people because if you're going to be in your own business and you don't know how to make things that are stressful for you, not stressful, you're going to have a hard time oh, yeah. working your business. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I always tell people just understand the basics like i was saying earlier about money in money out of course hire an accountant as you need to i say hire an accountant me or someone else that could show you the path yeah. i've taken i've taken out um paper spreadsheets and pads and explain basic stuff to people and i said if you want to use excel that that that's great but once you understand how to total up columns, very basic stuff, um, then you know when to go to somebody else. I've had people call us saying, you know, I've been, I'm, they're accountants for larger companies. And they'll call me and say, I can't balance something. And, and and how do I handle this type of transaction? We bought some assets or something. So a lot of bookkeepers, and it's it's really bad because there's a lot of companies and they call themselves bookkeepers and they're really not. They're just putting rent to rent, phone to phone. Right. And they have no accounting experience. And you have to know the difference. It's like if, when I bought a new car i had to find out what questions i had to ask same thing too you have to be smart enough to know what you want and what to ask or you're just going to get some financial statement and stick it in your drawer because you can't even read it yeah absolutely absolutely okay i want to ask you one more thing as we kind of wrap up in every sure. industry and in every business and every situation tax write-offs, exemptions, all of those things vary. So how does someone figure out within their specific business and opportunity, what things you're able to write off, what things are not? Like, how does someone start there? Yeah, that, that can get very difficult because uh, there's a lot of industry guides. Yeah. Um, you, the, the basic rule is if you used it for business, and it helped contribute toward the possibility, a reasonable possibility of making income that they can tax, 
then it's deductible. Yeah, There's yeah. very few industry-specific, you know, things. Another answer is just go online because there's everything online now and, and type in what are the specific deductions for my particular business. Um, I bought Amazon books on specific things like that. You can learn that way and then you can go to your accountant and say, what do you think of this and this? I did a taped uh, free lesson for um, these people that were involved in home-based businesses. They had mm. about 100 clients or so. And, and they were telling people that, oh, get into home-based business. You get all these great deductions. <laughs> and when I explained to them that 80% of their deductions weren't really true they said okay forget you i'm gonna go to somebody else wait what were they saying were deductions that aren't oh, they were like oh deduct your car your house oh, like, oh. <laughs> you have, to have a separate room and it right. has tests right you have to keep a mileage log <laughs> you you can't write off every scrap of paper and pencil because right. you have kids that go to school you're not going to deduct their school supplies and <laughs> They would say, just throw everything but the kitchen sink on, on the return. Gotcha. And, and, and no, I, I deal with <laughs> IRS auditors a lot. Yeah. You're and, like, hold up. <laughs> and, uh, I know what they accept and what they don't accept. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, but that's such a, like, the rule of thumb, if it contributes to the growth of your business, yes, then it should be deductible. Yeah, yeah. There are Perfect. some exceptions, but and people do commingle things like right. you know legal expenses and and everything. But that's when you need somebody like me that has the experience to let you know, you know what's deductible, what's not. And when, see, I always tell people if someone does your tax return, whether it's you or you pay somebody or a relative. What you should do is understand what's on the return and understand what you need to support it. Because I get calls from people, they're going through an IRS audit and I go through their return and nobody's told them what they needed for support and they're losing deductions left and right because yeah. they don't have the required documentation. I could teach someone to put numbers on a, on a free tax program. There's no need to pay someone to do your return if they don't on the things have changed now. The IRS website, you can do free tax returns, schedule C, D, it, it, yeah, if you make under $70,000, but you don't get the advice. Right. And they're getting slammed in an audit. I have to say this, um, the IRS is not like they were before. And I have audits going on now that they're not accepting deductions, uh, even though you got third party uh, notarized statements, as well as showing them the money in and the money out of the bank statement. They're not believing my client. They're actually taking positions where they say, no, we know a lot of people in your business and we know that you this business cheats. So we suspect oh, that you're, yeah, yeah. 
They're, they're hungry as can be now. You, you've got to be a fool to send a return in without giving thought to the level of documentation you have for each expense on the return. Yeah. So just being prepared, being smart, being honest, being yeah. like, have your ducks yeah. in a row. It's not hard. You don't need to fear this. This is not no. something you need to be afraid of, but you can't just nonchalantly live your life, grow your business. And then at the end of the year or, or in April, be like, oh, shoot, now I got to figure all of this out. Like that is what creates stress. So Absolutely. just educate yourself, empower yourself, be proactive about making this a part of how you work your business. This is a part of the equation and yes. it's not something to be yes. scared of. Uh, absolutely. Love it. Well, Joe. You didn't anything to it. That was perfect. You what? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. This is like, this is kind of the unsexy side of business that a lot of people are like, I don't want to talk about that. Don't talk about numbers. Don't talk about the IRS. Don't talk about whatever. But this is something that the more you do educate yourself, the more you feel confident around this, you're like, you're not afraid to grow. You're not afraid to bring more in because you're not afraid of what that looks like for taxes yeah. and for all of the things. So that's And really I make important. it fun for people. Good, you good. Think, Stephanie, when I get out of a, a meeting, I have people cracking up because <laughs> um, I can make things into jokes and I, I could take that away. Uh, I'm at taxproblem.org. Perfect. Or someone could just, I have, I actually have a, a, a legal trademark and it's called Killer IRS. So if you Google Killer IRS CPA, you'll, you'll get to you. my website. Perfect. Perfect. Well, yeah, you guys go find him. If this is something that you need to learn more about, you need to educate yourself, go get in cahoots with Joe. He will hook you up, but thank you so much for being on and sharing all your wisdom. I'm always happy to. I, I I hate when people get taken advantage of for lack of knowledge. Yes. Yes. Well, appreciate you and all that you do. Thank you so much. You. you guys, if you feel like this was helpful, make sure you send it to your teammates, your colleagues, anyone who will benefit from learning more about this. All right. And we will see you back here in another week. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.